This is a Diocese of Brussels. Why do we have restrictions on uh, non-EU immigration? This question comes as a result of uh, talking with uh, somebody uh, the other day who, who was making the argument to me that uh, it was all very well and good that uh, we have free movement in uh, the EU, but the, one of the consequences of that is that on the one hand we can't choose who can come into uh, the UK from uh, other member states, uh, but at the same time we find it difficult to uh, fill all of our needs for skilled uh, uh, workers, uh, for things like doctors or teachers or whatever, uh, from non-EU countries. So you know that we, m we might have to take some uh, uh, Pole who's got no skills or qualifications or whatever, uh, and they uh, have to be allowed into this country. Uh, but when we need a, a highly skilled Indian doctor, by contrast, uh, we're not allowed to take them. Um, the reason for for having uh, a, uh, a kind of this discussion is that I think it highlights a number of uh, misconceptions uh, on both sides of the EU non-EU uh, equation. On the EU side, we do have limits that can be imposed, restrictions that can be imposed on uh, EU nationals coming to the UK. So if they pose a, a threat to public security, if there is uh, severe uh, criminal uh, charges against them, then those would be grounds on which to uh, remove them uh, or to not let them uh, come in in the first place. So there are a number of areas in which you, you do have uh, uh, discretion to uh, not uh, allow EU nationals in. However, in, you know, I think it's fair to say those are exceptional and the broad principle is that you can have uh, pretty much anyone from those uh, member states coming in uh, to the UK to live and work. However, on the non-EU side, um, that's actually not really anything to do with uh, the uh, EU itself. It's about British national politics. Because the UK is not part of the Schengen Agreement, so it doesn't uh, take part in this free movement of persons uh, arrangement that uh, pretty much uh, the, rest of, the whole of the rest of the EU and some other countries uh, take part in, um, that as a result of that, it is free to determine its uh, visa and entry requirements for the rest of the world. So uh, for everywhere apart from the other 27 member states. And that's not bound by uh, EU decisions in any way. So the restrictions that do exist for non-EU nationals are ones which the British government has chosen to impose. And uh, that's primarily as a result of uh, public anxiety about the volume of immigration. So, uh, as progressive governments have discovered, uh, if they are making a commitment to try and constrain or limit the amount of immigration that's taking place in the UK, that then that requires them to uh, limit non-EU migration because that's the only area that they can impose restrictions on. But the point is an important one, which is that it's a national decision rather than a European decision 
that uh, means that there are those issues around the employment uh, and entry of uh, non-UK nationals. Now, uh, that's a, a point worth making because uh, it's uh, useful to, to remember that whilst the EU does have a lot of uh, influence in shaping things, it's not the only uh, body that matters and that national politics here remains central. So actually, a lot of these issues could be resolved without changing the relationship with the EU, but instead changing British government policy. 